10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Injection, fellas. All right. It's I, Felipe Blue, here with Camille Brown Lowry, and we're going to talk about faith or our worldwide view and identify how it connects or differs from our own. Mm. You can call me Cammy. It's fine. <laughs> I've called you Camille my whole life. Why would I change now? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so we are in the kaleidoscope experience um, that I think has been very eye-opening and um, very enlightening um, just to learn about the different perspectives from other people and for this week, we talked about faith. Well, we kind of said we kind of took a a route. A, what do you call it? A segue, I guess, into faith. Um, and so um, we got to talking about like you know our how our faith kind of shaped our worldview. Um, and I thought this conversation was very interesting. And so our homework this week was to um, talk with one of our other colleagues on the call about their faith walk. Um, or their spiritual walk. And so uh, Blue and I, we do have some history, um, but I don't think we've ever really sat down and just like talked about our faith. Um, so I thought this would be a really good way for us to really kind of, um, well, we thought, I would say not me, we thought it was really, really great for us to kind of sit down and just really have this conversation on a, on a you know, on a different level. So Blue, I'll let you, I don't know how you want to do this. <laughs> Well, for myself, I was raised primarily Baptist when we came to the United States. My yeah. family was just like Baptist. But then for some reason, there was a glitch in the matrix. Mm -hmm. And the lady who was taking care of us, per se, when my mom worked these crazy shifts, she was from a holiness religion. So we became holiness for a good bit of our years. Holiness churches, like where you go and there's like lady evangelists and they wash you wash each other's feet to humble yourselves and you have to tie. I mean, you have to make these chants, these mantras, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So you go into this thing where you're speaking in tongues. And it was very jarring for me um, when I became an adult. You know what I'm saying? I mixed with people that had a more eclectic worldview and I became more associated with the Muslim religion. But then as I learned, especially in college and my interactions through people over time, I saw that religion was more of a slavery based on cultural inferences. And I kind of separated myself from religion identity and more just a spiritual connection to God, my self identity. I had a similar, but definitely not the same path. I'm rooted in uh, Baptist faith, um, going to a Baptist church. Now here's the, here's the difference though. So for me, when I would go into a Baptist church, it was very, very conservative. Like you, you were supposed to be dressed to the nines. You could not, you know, wearing pants wasn't really a thing. Um, <laughs> so you know what I mean? You, you know, women couldn't, I should say, women couldn't wear pants, I should say. Um, if you coughed, well, you know, at church, everybody, you know, the mother's looking back at you. You had the big old church hats with the flowers, you know, so it's very conservative. Um, and very restrictive in my, you know, in my opinion, my parents didn't necessarily force us to go to church. They just, we just went because they went basically. Um, and my mom never really talked to us deeply about 
you know, the Baptist beliefs, you know, she, she spoke about the Bible. She read the Bible from front, front to back, you know, so that was my upbringing was, you know, but we were in the church. My grandmother was a, um, on the nurses guild. She was one of the head nurses guild. So, you know, that was what we did. And my, I remember going to church and I was sitting, I would read the hymn book. <laughs> I would, that was like my favorite because I loved, because we had those churches where, you know, you the choir would come down the aisleway and get you going. That was like my favorite part of church. So for me, church was always rooted in the celebration, right, of, of spirit of God. Um, we didn't have the speaking in tongues and all that at my church. That church, it, we just didn't have that. Now, I was here about those things, but it was nothing I was familiar with until I was about 12 years old. And my mom started allowing me to explore other, one my friends to churches, things like that. And I also had some teachers who we talked about religion, but they brought up these different ideas about like questioning, right? Things that didn't make sense. So I began to have those questions. And so what ended up happening is I remember going, I was 12 years old, I went to church and, you know, I just passed a call you up to the altar and all that other good stuff. I never went because I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm scared. <laughs> you know, I don't want nobody to see me. And I walked up there and I remember them like praying over me, like standing and praying over me. And like, I don't, I, I like, I was open to the experience because I was just, you know, a curious kid. And that is when I began, I learned how to speak in tongues. And ever since then, I've been able to do that for years. And I didn't understand. And, and again, this wasn't something my family didn't do that. It wasn't, you know, we didn't talk about that stuff. So, then we moved from that angle, right, to uh, I moved from that angle to like just really wanting to explore biblical scripture and explore like God and what that meant. Because I always felt very offended when there was this 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 kind of uh, persecution and punishment associated with God, because I always felt like, why is this? Why is God always mad at us? <laughs> it just didn't make sense to me. And so as I went on into, you know, high school and college and stuff like that, I took a religion course and this religion course began to talk about the Epic of Gilgamesh and how all the different religions were kind of uh, kind of like a melting pot of these other these stories that were told in all these various cultures. And so and they compare like the, the epic, the stories of Gilgamesh to the Bible, like we literally sat in class and, and, and were comparing the stories and how similar they were. And so that then just kind of took me on this whole spiritual journey. And um, from there, I've just been, I don't see spirituality and faith one way. I, I see God in all things. I see spirit in all things. I acknowledge uh, African and, you know, African deities and, and, and I, I, rec I recognize, you know, Buddha and though, you know, other uh, East Eastern Eastern beliefs. Like I don't just align myself with one particular walk. And so I think by doing that, that has helped me to kind of see everyone else, um, not necessarily in one as a monolith, like everyone is just different and that's okay. Indeed. I think the journey has allowed me to be more open, especially as a therapist, as a clinician, as a helping person, mm -hmm. a person focused on wellness and recovery to accept people from all walks of life, whether they had a spiritual or religious way of looking at the world or whether their walk was definitively different or in direct contrast to my own. Um, I think as we grow, as we become more intelligent, as we become more knowledgeable, we realize that a lot of things that we knew 
were only because we were confined to a certain way of thinking, a, a certain way of being educated, sometimes by powers bigger, all the times by powers bigger than our own, because they want to control the narrative or control the people via these measures. We are indoctrinated in learning certain things or only learning certain things or only knowing certain things because mm -hmm. if we had access to all the knowledge that we're supposed to have access to, this world would be a very different place. You know what tripped me out the most? And it's, I couldn't get, get past this when I was like reading my Bible and stuff like that and how they talk about like, if you don't know Jesus, you're going to you know hell or you're going to be damnated, damnation, all that good stuff. And I was like, there are people in, I, I, I just always pick Africa. Don't, don't ask me why I wasn't. <laughs> You know, there are people in Africa who have never read a Bible, who don't speak English, who have never had any interaction with this entity that we call God or Jesus. Right. But they honor a higher being. Right. And to me, I'm like, so you're telling me that they they they're going to be damned to hell because they just don't know. Like to me, that just did not sit, never sit right in my spirit, never sit right with me. That we kind of that create that that those belief systems restrictive as they may be, and I think what you're you know aligned with what you're saying, always kind of felt like there was limited, like you have to be this way or you're not right. And I felt like, but I'm not that way. Does that mean I'm wrong? And so there was so much guilt and shame that was always associated with those belief systems. So that was part of the reason too that it kind of pushed me out of it because I didn't want to feel I'm like, God is love. Why do I feel guilty? For being me. And then we're talking about a place like Japan or China that has billions and billions of people. India that has probably a billion plus people that, you know, practice a very definitively different religion. Are we saying that three, four, five billion people who don't practice Christianity are going to hell? That's crazy to me, much like it was to you. Yeah. But I do think that, like, it does shape my openness. It does shape my desire to learn more it does shape my understanding that we are we are we are we as individuals are a collection of different things right and it does shape you know for me it helps me to want to learn more about people and come from a space of questioning rather than a space of assuming i know you know so Indeed, and it sounds like a beautiful place to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that concludes this homework assignment for Kaleidoscope Experience. Take care, y'all.